Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Alex Ferrario. It is BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. No BK today as he made his way safely to Orlando. So he will be back with us on Wednesday next week. But the show always goes on and we welcome in our favorite Friday guest. It is former NHL goaltender Mike McKenna as he joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And Mike is living his best life, T-Bone, because he is out in Viva Las Vegas for the All-Star Weekend. Mike, how the heck are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good. You know, I've been out here for a few days. I'm actually kind of, amazingly, the, the the All-Star event really kicks off today with the skills competition and the game tomorrow. But I'm kind of ready to go home, man. <laughs> I've been out here for like three <laughs> days or four days and... Listen, I I don't come out here and just run it. Like I don't really gamble. I don't club. Like I just I do like Vegas for what it is. It's nice to see all my friends, but I don't know. You kind of reach that limit of this city, man. It, it, you can only I can only handle like three days here before, unless I'm living here. You know, when you're staying on the strip, it's a lot different than living out in the suburbs. So, but I'm really excited to see the the skills comp tonight and then the game, and that'll I'm sure that'll give me a bit of juice and a little energy to get me on the flight home on Sunday. Well, and you're a hockey guy, so I know you're probably wanting to get back to the snow here in St. Louis, right? I am. I'm so jealous. Like, I've gone out of town twice in the past, <laughs> I don't know, a month and a half, and both times it snowed. And I'm watching my girls play in eight inches of the white stuff, and I'm thinking, man, I should be sledding with them right now. And I am just hoping that it stays cold enough and enough snow stays on the ground that we can go sledding on Sunday. It's my well, only I hope. Can... So if, if you guys can give me the snow report on Art Hill, Man, I'd really love that. So maybe somebody can text in while we're on the air and we can find out what the conditions are like at our hill. Send those texts, Air Comfort Service text line 657, I know, because you know people are still living it up on Art Hill right now. We got Mike McKenna, former NHL goaltender with us. So, Mike, you mentioned Vegas and the festivities this weekend. Just give me kind of a scouting report. What's it been like down there these last couple of games? And I know the skills competition is going to be really entertaining tonight because they got them posted up on uh, the Bellagio waterfront. It's cool. You know, I mean, Vegas does everything big. We all know that. Uh, but, you know, they've managed to take the city and make it turn into a real hockey town, and they're really showcasing that. They've had a lot of community-oriented things going on in the city that they've drawn from some of the Golden Knights that are here in town that didn't go to the Bahamas like some of the other players <laughs> around the league that are <laughs> taking some time off. But, um, you know, like the the event tonight in the skills competition where the players are going to be out amongst the fountains in front of the Bellagio, they're taking a boat out onto the lake and they're going to be saucing pucks at targets 
apparently the fountains are going to play into the difficulty of these passes and just really cool. They're playing a game that's a kind of a modified blackjack that they, they shut the strip down last night to film it. Uh, they did that in advance last night on the Bellagio uh, fountains as well. So those are kind of pre-planned and they will go into the arena tonight on the, on the big screen there. But it's just really cool to see, you know, the whole city, there's ball hockey tournaments going on. The convention center has been taken over. T-Mobile arena out front has just been slammed with people all day. And I just love seeing all the different jerseys walking through the hotels, you know, people that are here enjoying the game, sporting their favorite team. And it's one of those moments during the season where everybody kind of just comes together and enjoys the sport. You know, you put your allegiances aside a little bit and everybody has a good time. You know, and Mike, it gives the players an opportunity to relax. The players that are a part of it, there still is an opportunity to relax. And then, of course, you got the All-Star game tomorrow. But, you know, I'm curious once things pick back up because teams know what's at stake, specifically here with the Blues. Braden Shen has talked about how, you know, that they're healthy, that they're past this COVID situation on their roster, and it's all hands on deck for the final 38 games of the regular season. How rejuvenating is time off like this for, for a group of players who went through a little bit of a grind in the first half of the season? It's amazing. And this is why it was important for the players to make sure that they got a bye week built into the schedule when they did the latest CBA to get some time off in season. It's such a grind to just go nonstop, realistically, from the beginning of September and at minimum to mid-April and not take any time off. And, you know, if you get two days at Christmas, that's what it used to be. <laughs> and that just wasn't enough. Um, so that, that bye week makes a difference. You know, this year we're supposed to have a large Olympic break. Obviously, that's been um, been scuttled due to COVID and that players not going and games being rescheduled. But you come out of a break like that and you just feel so much better. You know, you've had a chance to just go be a normal human. And maybe, maybe you go on a trip. Maybe you just stay home. Like, there's different ways for players to find enjoyment in that time off, um, especially for for players that have families you know you just want to see your kids for a few days cook them dinner take them some places and it just rejuvenates the mind and the soul and it's it's no different than any other worker you know we need all need time off we all need vacations if we can afford to do them and hockey players are no different does that feel like the next step though for a team mike like to be able to have that time off and know that look we got 30 plus games left for the rest of the season and then playing into postseason like this is where teams seem to always ramp things up mm-hmm yeah, and this is the most important time of the year. And I always think back to a couple of examples of past Stanley Cup winners, and of course the Blues being one of them, the second half that they had when they won the Stanley Cup. You know, the the Los Angeles Kings were no different when they won their first Stanley Cup uh, about a decade ago that they barely squeaked into playoffs. But when you looked at it from a more macro sense, they'd been on fire to make playoffs, and they carried that to a Stanley Cup victory. And I think there's something real to that. You know, you have, coming into playoffs with some momentum, it doesn't mean you're going to win, but it, I think it does give you a better chance because you want to be playing your best hockey when it comes time and facing some adversity on the backside of the schedule. It's not a bad thing. You know, you really learn how to win games. You learn how to gut it out. You learn how to get those extra overtime points. And even in playoffs, when you don't have, you know, the shootout looming, you still, you learn how to play these overtime games. You transfer that confidence into what you do and, I mean, I had that experience as a player. I was on a team in Texas in the American League that we were so good in extra innings during the regular season. And that just built our confidence for playoffs. And we could feel that. So I think it's of utmost importance. You don't want to limp in the playoffs. You want to be coming in as playing your strongest hockey and having your healthiest lineup. 
Micah, we've talked a lot about upgrading defensively for this Blues team, and we're still about a little over a month away from the trade deadline. Is there a defenseman, and that's the area that everyone talks about this Blues team upgrading via trade, is there a defenseman that you feel like best fits this Blues team? Because we've brought up the name Jacob Chikrin, Ben Sherratt. You know, I've brought up the name Ryan Graves from the New Jersey Devils, but most mm-hmm. recently it's been Zdeno Chara. Is there a guy that you feel like fits best for the Blues? Not Zdeno Chara. That's not my pick. And I listen. I, I think Zdeno Chara's had a great career, but I don't think that's the answer. You know, I think there's players around the league that would probably fit the bill better in St. Louis. I'm not sure who exactly is the right person to go there, but you know, like Jeff Petrie's just—he's got plenty of people interested in him as well. So. You know, maybe Petrie's somebody who could be on, in the mix there, and uh, that's a player I really like. Uh, but I'm not sure offensively if the Blues really need him as bad. You know, when you have Krug and Falk that can move the puck so well, and uh, I'm not sure he's the fit. I, I would almost look to somebody like Giordano. You know, where's he going to go towards the end of, the, of his career here? He's still got a little bit of time left on this year, obviously, but he's playing for the Kraken. They're saying they'll explore trade options. I think he would be a Swiss Army knife for the Blues. I, mean, I know he's a left-handed D, and, and, and right D are always coveted, and the Blues have several of those, which is great. But Giordano, I think, would be a great fit. He could play number one. He could play number six for the Blues, and it would be effortless. you got a veteran player there who's still got wheels. Um, I'd target him. But, man, if you can get somebody young with some term on a contract, Chikrin, man, get him out of Arizona, and that guy will flourish again. I just don't see him as a fit in St. Louis. Mike, what do you think about Scott Mayfield? I mean, he's always been intriguing to me. Of course, you got the St. Louis kid, but he shoots on the right mm-hmm. side. I, I know you played goalie, but you've been around plenty of guys who played the defensive side, and you, of course, are a hockey fan. Is it easy for a guy who's a right-handed shot to play on the left side, and would that make sense for the Blues? Well, Mayfield's done a great job. I mean, I, I think of all of the St. Louis players that have made it to the NHL, people forget about Scott Mayfield. I mean, yeah. This guy's got over 300 NHL games and has been a solidified NHL defenseman now for the better part of, I mean, I won't say a decade, but like he's played six, seven years in a row in the league at this point, and he's been steady as can be. You know what you would get with him. Scott Mayfield, you're going to get 15 to 25 points, 15 points, 20 points in the NHL most likely, uh, and he's tough too, and he's mobile. He can skate pretty well. So I, would the Islanders part with him? I'm I'm not sure, but I think he'd be a nice fit. Playing the left side on your right hand, to me, just depends on your comfort level. You know, some players yeah. are okay with that. Some can go either direction. Um, you know, I've, I look at Petrangelo, and he's he can play any player he wants. And, you know, Shea Theodore is somebody in Vegas who I followed very closely who could play both sides but was better on one than the other. But, um, you know, for someone like Mayfield that's so adept at moving his feet and creating his own lanes – the hand that you play with isn't quite as important because he's pretty agile. If you're not as fleet of foot and you're playing on the offside, then it can pose problems because then you got to use only your hands to move the puck, and it's a little bit predictable. So uh, Mayfield's intriguing. He would definitely be a depth piece for the Blues, um, as deep as they are, but wouldn't be bad to have another hometown guy in the lineup. I, always, I mean, look what happened to Pat Maroon. You win a Stanley Cup with yeah. Pat Maroon. Why not get another St. Louis guy in the mix here? I'd like to see that. Nothing wrong with that. Mike, we got an update on our Air Comfort Service text line, 65780. Just left Art Hill. It's packed, and it's awesome. So, my man, get back to St. Louis as quick as possible and take those girls on Art Hill so you can enjoy some sledding. I can't wait. I sure hope that it remains until Sunday. It's a time-honored tradition I haven't had a chance to do with my daughters yet, so I'm really looking forward to having that opportunity here, hopefully in the near future.
Mike. Enjoy Vegas. Enjoy this weekend's festivities. Have a safe trip home, buddy, and we'll talk to you next Friday. That sounds lovely. Talk to you then. Be safe (laughs) driving around, everybody.